Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. 8.07, the last day of June. Bye-bye, June. Ah, uh, bye, Pride bye-bye. Month. Bye-bye, we're Pride Month. all the time, but yes. Yeah. We were talk- what a weird pride, huh? Oh, it's very weird, yeah. It's very, very weird. Weird. <laughs> I was thinking before the break, uh... They used to, my talk used to have uh, not the whole station uh, participate in the Pride Parade. It was just uh, Lex and, and me. Uh, we, we would be down there in the early days and of the, of the station when they switched to my talk. And uh, they would get a convertible, a pink convertible, and uh, throw the two of us on there with some uh, rainbow boas and a banner. And uh, yeah, we were on the front of a. What, uh, an SUV once? Oh, we were in the well, bed of a truck. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they did everything. Uh, so one year, you heard Lex mention the SUV. So B. Arthur, uh, who obviously, you know, obviously back then really didn't care about our well-being, um, thought, <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's rent, let's get the hottest car humanly possible for the end of june uh and i mean temperature hot let's <laughs> no, let's borrow not a hudson convertible no no don okay. <laughs> uh let's let's borrow a uh black suv uh a crossover let's let's borrow a black suv and then let's have uh, jason and alexis uh walk around it walk in front of it whatever well, Slap some my talk logos on there, and yeah, I can't and, remember if it was a station vehicle or if it was, but either way, yeah, it was a black SUV. It's a black SUV. So, and again, this particular year, uh, it was about a hundred and fifteen degrees outside, uh, blazing sun, uh, absolute blazing sun, and, uh, and and we were like, okay, well, we can survive this. Well, we uh, we didn't survive this barely. Um, we were walking. We were walking in the parade, and I'm not kidding. The heat was barreling down on the on the SUV, and we thought because we were getting tired walking, Lexus. We were both like, "Well, let's sit on the hood of the SUV." So we jumped on the hood of the SUV, and it was like, "Oh my god!" It was sizzle. It was the the hood of the SUV was maybe around. 600 degrees and uh, <laughs> and, eggs up there. Yeah. At least, yeah. and we're like well maybe this isn't a good idea so we jumped right off and 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 we're walking and it was just uh, it was the hottest day ever 
And we finally got to the end of the parade route, and and and, and, and that was about it. But oh god, it, we've been in some weird situations oh, with the pride parade. Absolutely. Do you remember the year that the the pink convertible broke down? Oh, and exploded. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were thought it would just, yeah, just burst into flames because uh, it started. There was a little fire that started while we were during the parade, and we just thought, okay, okay, we can make it. We can make it. We did make it to what? the Super yeah. America. In Loring Park. At Loring Park. And we were just like, whoa, thank God, because we just kind of had to keep rolling. You're in the parade. What do you do? You know, yeah. it breaks down, and you're like, oh, hold on. Let's go to the side. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Here's your car fire, yeah. Kenny. And whoever the, yeah. whoever the driver was was like, ah, it's just a little flame. It'll be fine. Oh, and yeah, and we're, we're like, yeah, like, and you're, oh, it's no. like, we got to, like yeah, it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> we got a flame as a host. We got a flame in the car. It works. Oh it, works. it works. It works. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we didn't let the fire stop us coming out of the exhaust. Uh, We continued down the parade. Rolling down. Yeah. And uh, and then finally we, you know, I think that was the one year B. Arthur was there. She's she's only been, I think, to one. And we we got to the end of the round. She's like, evacuate, evacuate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, jump out of that vehicle. What are you doing? Get out of there. So then they drove to the Super America (laughs) where it looked like the beginning of the Beverly Hillbillies. It was spitting and backfiring. Flames were shooting out of the exhaust. And it was like, wow, could we look less classy right now? I mean, we we looked like Hillbilly 107. I mean, it was like, (laughs) yeah. It was it was horribly embarrassing. Oh God, it was so embarrassing. Do you remember the year we were in the bed of a truck and we were we had to plant our feet in the like the corner right behind the bed of the of the or the the cab there so that we wouldn't be all tousled around and like hold oh, on to the side. Yeah, it was such a jerky ride. Yeah, so well, just oh. uh, Fred Flintstone your foot. Uh, just <laughs> just press your foot in the bed and that way you won't you won't joggle back and forth in the truck. It's like, oh, my goodness. So, finally, they got good accommodations when B. Uh, Arthur then mandated that the whole staff take part. Lex and I, we were like the guinea pigs. We were like, oh, let's see. Let's see how much they can take, and then we'll adapt for the whole staff. Yeah. Oh, God, it was good. But, yeah, that pontoon that we ride in now, that is pretty awesome. See, that's nice. That's luxury. Yeah. I would have loved yeah. to have had that in 2010, 11, 12, 13, and 14. But, you know, <laughs> who's counting? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was just such a dream moving to the station because I'm used to running alongside a vehicle, throwing candy at people, yeah. taking selfies. It's exhausting. I mean, just miles of running where you're like, I can't handle this anymore. Oh, yeah. It oh, was, yeah. It was. Oh, and again, I'm the hot... And I'll never forget it. And I'll and Lex, you remember me telling the story. The first year that I was with Colin. So I met him in September of twenty twelve. So then let's take us to Pride twenty thirteen. And uh my 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 one of my best friends, Hey Hey Haley, came up and this was the first time she was meeting Colin. So Colin and Haley are like, Well, we're gonna we're gonna hang out. While you do the parade and we were going to they were going to hang out at Rosa Mexicano, which is now closed. But Rosa Mexicano, Rosa Mexicano had these legendary pink margaritas, these frozen margaritas that looked they were so deceiving. They came in a short glass (laughs) and they looked like, oh, oh, it's just a slushy. 
these can't do any damage. Uh-uh. You would drink one of them and you would start quacking like a duck. I mean, it was, you would forget your name. They were so potent. Well, Haley proceeds to get Colin like four of those. So we get, we get done with the parade. Now, let me just, it's hard to describe. Picture like a 90 degree day. You get all the way down the parade route, okay? You get all the way down Hennepin. Colin and Haley call me and they go, oh, we're still at Rosa. Come meet us. <laughs> oh, no. so, right, I, right, right. so I now have to, like a salmon, because think of the crowd, the mass. I'm going against the mass of humanity because yep. the parade's over. Swim I'm yeah. swimming upstream with thousands of people going the opposite direction in Hennepin. And they're just drinking. And they're just standing there drinking. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no, girl. You have no idea how this ends. <laughs> I walk blocks and blocks and blocks after Alexis and I had already walked the whole parade route in the heat. Yep. I'm I'm walking all the way back to Rosa and I'm sweating. I am. I need. A, I was like, peace out. I'll see you. At I know. That. I need a blankety <laughs> drink. I get all the way to Rosa and those two drunk A's. I come up to the front door and all I want, I feel like I had just walked across the Sahara. Yeah. All I want is a beverage. And those two are walking out giggling. And I go, I go, hi. And Colin goes, oh, we're going to leave. Um, we're going down to Butcher and the Boar. Which is all the way back to where I started from. Uh-uh. And I looked at them and I said, uh, no, we are staying here. I was so mad. It was, I think Colin and I's first fight. <laughs> was this, was this. Per- I was going to say, yeah. you probably weren't with him for long enough to bitch about something yet. Is oh, that right? Oh yeah. Oh, but he knew I was mad. I'm like, we, what? We have to walk all the way back. He's like, oh, sorry. They were so drunk. I mean, like, Kyle was like fish eyes. So we walked all the way down. Oh, I didn't speak to him for a good couple hours, but yeah. Oh, boy. Um, good memories. 816, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, good stuff. Good stuff. Eight, happy Pride. 816. <laughs> we're going to take a break. Uh, we were fun times, though, Jason. They were. Oh, please. Yeah. They were. It was fun. 816. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. It's now time to get caught up with some of the entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert. Elizabeth is off today. The lovely, talented Dawn mm. McLean is filling in. Oh, yeah. I'm so talented. I'm going to start with a fart story. How about that? Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Golfer Ian Poulter ripped an incredibly loud fart at the Travelers Championship. Are you serious? And he immediately admitted to it. Um, so, you guys want to hear the clip? Yeah, oh, sure. All you know? right. Let's hear it. No! He said, did you get that? Stay over there. That was supposed to be more silent. Oh, my. Let's hear it again. Yes. That was very, very, very loud. It was. Oh, see, I love that he has a sense of humor about that, because I have to be honest, that would annihilate my, my I would be so embarrassed I w- I'm not kidding I would be Colin 
has only heard me once in eight years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like wow. I'm perp like uh, like accidentally. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. We wow. need to give you like a medal or some type of a ribbon. I'm or something. serious. I it, it embarrass. At least parts in eight years. I am not a guy wow. that thinks that's funny. Yeah. I don't. You know, guys. Hey, did you hear that? I don't do. I no. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm me. that guy. Yeah. I know you've always. I know you and I have talked about this a few times. I, I wish I wasn't that guy, but. I can't help it. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah. wrong with me. I mean, it just happens. It just I stand happens. up and I'm like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> yeah, God. it's hilarious. I just get so embarrassed every time. Me? But I'm like, I can't, I'm sorry. Oh, oh God. my God. It's, it's just mortifying. Yep. Okay. Um, now, some people are demanding that we drop the Star Spangled Banner oh, no. uh, due to its okay. racist roots and replace oh. it with America the yeah. Beautiful. The second and third verse. Yeah. No, I never uh, thought so, about that. Oh, yeah. So also, not only the verses, but uh, among other things, composer Francis Scott Key was known a known slaveholder who once said that African-Americans were, quote, a distinct and inferior race of people, which all experience proves to be the greatest evil that affects a community. So that's not good. Yeah. Um, America the Beautiful, I think, would be a great choice. Other people are pressing for um, Imagine by John Lennon. I'm like, no. No. Uh, It's a great song, but no. No. It's one person says about Imagine, it's the most beautiful, unifying, all people, all backgrounds together kind of song you could have. Um, Mm. But, you know, John Lennon was a saint. It is all of that. It is. Yeah, I've never, yeah, I should have reacted immediately. I I didn't know that about uh, the writer, and I I didn't even think about a couple of the Mm -hmm. verses. Plus, the America the Beautiful, just the first verse, I mean, it would just be so much easier to sing, and people could, you wouldn't be waiting for that uh, note at the end to be like, all right, let's change. Maybe ballparks should just start doing it and see what people say, Yeah, you know? Maybe. Yeah, just mm-hmm. ignore what people say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's sometimes the best thing to do. Okay, uh, I think we need a new reality show. Here's one called Celebrity Call Center. What? And it's going to ask, you're going to be able to call celebrities for advice about your problems. So they're set up like a call center. They have on the headset and everything. It's going to include Nick Cannon, Bree and Nikki Bella, who are from the WWE, uh, Kelly Osborne. We also have, if when you call the call center, you could get Todd Chrisley. Please. Oh, seriously. Oh, please let me get Todd Chrisley, Alyssa Milano, Candy Burris, and I think my favorite on the list is to get advice from NeNe Leakes. No way. Yeah. Now, I think Nick Cannon is, he's going to be in all of them, so I'm assuming it's one of his shows. I didn't get a chance to see if he was an executive producer, but the guy's pretty brilliant in coming up with um, shows and being involved in them. And Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Being producers, so uh, he's going to be a regular, uh, and I think it's going to be a hit. I Celebrity love Nick. Call yeah. Center. I love Nick so much. He's yeah. a good. He's a good dude. He's he really good. is. Yeah, yeah he is. is. 
Uh, did you guys see the country concert by artist Chase Rice? I saw the video, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. We talked about it with uh, Donna yesterday. And, it, you know, it's crazy because everybody is crammed into this space. Um, and now he's addressing his non-social distancing show last Saturday. And he understands that everyone has their own opinions on concerts. So moving forward, he asks his fans that they're coming to his drive-in shows to stay safe, safe and please go by the rules. He's gotten a lot of heat from other country artists, especially Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, really? She posted the video, which has now been removed, and said, imagine being so selfish that you (laughs) want to do a concert, but you put others' lives at risk. I mean, she's like, we all want to tour right now, but people's lives are at risk. I mean, I'm like, you go, girl. That was, there was no, there was no subtlety there. Yeah. No, I mean, he had he had to have known that this was going to... I mean, how can you... Especially now that we're, we're seeing the headlines that cases are rising in California and Florida yeah. and Arizona. Arizona yeah, you Florida. had to know that you were going to get some backlash for doing this. And, uh, yeah. and to kind of be blatant about it with his... With his uh, uh, his selfie of uh, his selfie video of like look of, look at all the people it's like a We're thousand back. people and yeah. they're all crammed in like a ri- it's just was shocking to me yeah so uh, yeah good for Kelsey Ballerini to call him out like that um, Dr Dre and his wife have filed for divorce after twenty three years of marriage oh wow uh, she's been with him for a very long time obviously um, he has children uh, in, in a previous marriage before that. Now, the thing that's kind of unfortunate for him in this, he I don't know exactly what went on, uh, why they're divorcing, but there's no prenup, and there's $800 million at stake from Dr. Dre. Well, yeah. Wow. There's that. I mean... <laughs> well, it, you know, she was with him by his side for... The- so many years, and he's probably like, here you go. Yeah. And they have two kids together. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, she deserves. I mean, well, every, they can live on $400 million. I mean, I don't I, that's know, a tough life. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's what are they going to do? It's Hashtag Dollar General, yes. I'm wondering, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if it uh, has, you know, he did basically start dating her when she was married to someone else, and... They ended oh. up divorcing, and she got with Dr. Dre. She was married to a professional ball player. So, mm. we'll, well and every state has different ah. divorce laws. Divorce laws are tricky, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. as far as how they handle um, property and, and community affairs. Yeah, you know. if they're in California, it's a no-fault state. Yeah, that's that. what I was trying to no-fault. Mm-hmm. Well, we have no fault of taking this break, but we have to. B. Arthur makes us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. We'll be back. Don't forget, she's not here, but you can still watch Elizabeth Reese, the best of uh, Twin Cities Live, today at 3, uh, right there on Channel 5. And download the newest episode of her podcast, Best of the Nest, with Marjorie Punnett. We'll be back after this. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Well, everybody can see that she's cracking up. Slowly and surely, and who can blame her? I mean, she finds out that her... Daddy, Digger Barnes, is no relation at all. And her real father is a saddle tramp and a thief. And, and her mother's a whore. Now, who could find it in their heart to hate that poor little girl? <laughs> this has been A Sweet Moment with J.R. Ewing. Aww. Very, very nice. Very nice. Sweet. Jason, Great writing. Yes. Great writing right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything 
rooftop concerts. I'm Jace with Lex, <laughs> Dawn, and Kitty. Hey, before we get to some good news, I actually have some sad news, a little breaking news in the world of entertainment. Uh, Carl Reiner um, has passed away at the age of 98. Oh, um, Yeah, TV legend. Um, he is one of the grandfathers of TV. He was in Sid, uh, Sid Caesar's uh, uh, Your Show yeah. of Shows. And he was uh, the creator of a legendary sitcom, The Dick Van Dyke Show. Um, he was 98 uh, years old. And it's just, yeah, he... I, a legend. I mean, he really was. Again, that, that term is so overused, but he really is. Uh, really was just a TV legend. Was there at the very beginning, um, and he had more than four hundred credits to his name. Um, seven. Let me see here. Not, he won nine Emmys over seven decades. So wow. yeah, he was also in Toy Story four too. So just uh, very, very, very sad. He uh, also directed Summer Rental, Summer School, That Old Feeling with Bette Midler, Sibling Rivalry with Kirstie Alley and Carrie Fisher. Uh, he was in various shows, Two and a Half Men, Hot in Cleveland House. He was also in Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen um, and uh, was dear friends with the the great Mel Brooks. Right. And uh, yeah, they were all kind of... He, Norman he had Lear, an album together. Yeah. Norman Lear... Carl and Mel Brooks kind of formed this octogenarian. Except it's not octogenary, but they they formed this little club because all of them are were in their nineties and still getting it done. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I, uh, that just broke oh, about a half hour ago. Bad. Yeah. It's just one of the best. I'm, I'm going to watch a little Dick Van Dyke today. Um. Because yeah. that's just yeah. Little, here's a little bit of the theme. <laughs> picture it it's a great theme and obviously a legendary show the dick van dyke show uh carl no, 98 yep. wow that's a good life man that is a good good life and he died uh, monday night in his home so his family was around him too mm. so uh, eight thirty-five is the time now. Uh, no good transition for this, but uh, we don't want to leave you on on sad news. We're going to do some good news: uh, unicorns, sunshine, and rainbows with Alexis. What do we have, Alexis? Cheer us up, girl. Cheer us up. Yeah, I got a few stories here. Okay. The COVID nineteen lockdown is bringing fathers closer to their kids. Oh. And a lot of them are saying, you know what? We're going to have a new normal going forward after this. Uh, They, let's see, the survey was, it's a thousand Canadian fathers. So, you know, it's not a huge number, but uh, they say that they, uh, you know, they're so used to working and the commute. And now that they have been able to work from home, most of them, um, that they have really enjoyed their time with their kids. 40% of them said that it's been a positive impact for both of them as their role as a father, um, that they're also becoming more aware of the importance of being there, mm-hmm. which I'm, you'd hope that that would be a takeaway from before, but there you go. And 60% of them have felt closer to their kids. So mm. so that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if I, I would imagine it's the flip side is is the 
quarantine has done damage to some marriages, uh, it's probably strengthened some bonds like this. Fathers that don't always have the opportunity and mothers that don't have mothers the too, right? yeah that have the don't have the opportunity because of their job schedule to stay at home. This has probably been a little bit of a blessing. I've heard that more than a few times from people in interviews. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, so there you go. That's one good upside of the pandemic. Another one, uh, there's some residents in Miami Beach, and they surprised their um, sanitary workers, their garbage men. They broke down in tears when they rolled up into the neighborhood for a thank you party that was social distanced, of course. Uh, the mayor was there, too. And they basically said, we love you. Thank you for everything that you've done. They had signs, balloons, they had food. Uh, They spent about 45 minutes together just having a good time. And the two guys were very, very surprised. They said, this is extraordinary and, and a big thank you. They, so they were celebrating uh, the, 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 the sanitary workers still doing the job regardless of the, uh, the pandemic. They haven't yeah. missed a day since that. Saul and Keon are their names. And they then some of the neighbors just started talking about different stories. One of them lost her wedding ring, and Saul spent 45 minutes helping dig it out of the trash. Oh, oh gosh. That's so nice. nice. Oh. Another time, um, the other gentleman, he waited for an hour with another neighbor who was having some heart issues and waited for the ambulance to come. And, oh. yeah, so they've been able to get to know them more and celebrate them which is great that is work right there you know i mean we're we're, we're blessed we get to come into an office uh sit in a chair and uh, talk in a microphone and stare at mike our engineer trying to get us internet (laughs) um Is that what ha- what's happening over yeah, there? Yeah. Right now, right Hi, now. Mike. Yeah, right now. Yeah, right now. Right now, we have we don't have any. Uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny went back to bed. He's uh, yeah. Mike's minutes away from having Kenny put aluminum foil on his forehead and just standing outside, uh, well, the, pointing the due is, north. It's just one computer, and yeah. so it's not all of them. No, but, but no. I my, oh, my point. That's good. Yeah, my point bringing this up is we're very blessed. I never take it for oh, granted that yes. we get to walk into an office, we get to sit in a chair, and talk about fun stuff uh, sanitation workers that's work man uh, and i think about that with my father-in-law who's a plumber and my brother-in-law mm-hmm. that is oh, yeah. that's work man that is they deserve all the surprise parties yeah especially in a day like this oh lord so oh, i just yeah. sweat in and you're picking up oh. somebody yeah i construction work workers roofers yo. people that are on top of a roof during this time i'm like oh my gosh please stay hydrated please please yeah yeah do you have one more? I do have one more. Uh, have you guys heard of axe throwing businesses? Yeah, I've yeah. been to one. Yeah, have you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Here in the Twin Cities, right? yeah, there's more right. than a few. Yeah. yeah, I think I need to uh, try this. You can do it in I, your backyard, Lex. Yeah, just yeah. Get some axes. Get some yeah. axes, and mm-hmm. uh, we do have a machete and a samurai. I don't know if I should be throwing that no, around I, my yard. Let's, but, let's um, not. Let's not sword, do that. A yeah. samurai sword. On second thought, yeah. yeah. No, let's not do that. Um. Hmm. Anyway, there is there are businesses that you can go and do this, and in San Diego, the one there is now offering free sessions for frontline workers. And when I say one there, they have a cool name. It's Axe Throw Co. That's kind of cool, right? Yes. Oh, I do like that. Throw Co. Uh, So, yeah, I guess you can go there and just uh, get rid of some stress. Yeah. Jason, did Uh, you throw the axe? I did. And I did it for the. Yeah, well, I did it for the Jason show. And um, I did all right. Uh, I I think the trick is you want to get it 
you want two rotations, I think he said. Oh. And on the second rotation, you want the, the point of the axe to be, to land on the, the, the target. So I think you want... Oh, you, in the air. You're yeah, not rotating. You want, no, you want oh, two rotate... No, Lex. Yeah, I, I oh spun like Wonder Woman. I was Woman. you were like doing like a no, shot put. No, I spun like Wonder Woman. I did two rotations. I turned from Diana Prince to Wonder Woman and then threw my axe. Uh, but no, two, <laughs> nice. two rotations of the axe. They said, I think that's right. I'm sure I'll be corrected on Twitter, but... Uh, to, that, to get the was perfect. it hard? Did you do it? Well, I was scared that I was going to, because I'm so unathletic, that I was going to put the axe in my back. You know what I mean? As I lurched <laughs> oh, back. Oh, right. I was like, oh, please don't don't put the axe. Or I was going to drop it or, or some. Uh, yeah. But I did it. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. It's a good little arm workout. So. Yeah, do it. You should. You would like it. If you have a good news story for Alexis, all you have to do is email us via our show page at mytalk1071.com. We'll be back to wrap things up right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. I drink Dr. Pepper, don't you know? It's the original taste that I love so. And the taste is making peppers everywhere I go. To shopping peppers, popping peppers, dialing peppers, smiling peppers. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Strumming peppers, drumming peppers, swinging peppers, singing peppers. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Be a pepper. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. I think that commercial had the word swingers in it. Uh, they're <laughs> swingers uh, drinking the Dr. Pepper. Yeah, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Weird Science. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and. Well, not Kenny, because Kenny's not connected. But he, he's here in spirit, everyone. Yeah. He's here in spirit. That's all right. Yeah. It's okay. He didn't have any traffic anyway. No, the traffic's traffic's very light today. You know, that was the most entertaining non-traffic report, though, at the top of the 8 o'clock hour here. I mean, it was like he had a lot to say. Mm -hmm. And it's just like he's like, I'll give someone a T-shirt if they set their car on fire. Because he was so bored. Yeah. It's nothing. Right. Nothing. It's been very, very slow. Well, remember that one day it was so bad that he started doing Chicago traffic. Yeah, that's, I love when he does that. I love when he does that because Chicago traffic is never boring. Yeah. It is never, ever, ever, ever boring. Ever, ever. So anyway, so Kenny's oh. here in spirit, everyone. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Lex. Yeah. yeah. You're connected though, right? Yeah. Lex, you're hey, here. I, yeah. I, yeah. If you can hear me, we can hear you, Lex. That we- would be weird if I was just talking to myself, which you know happens often. <laughs> Well, it's so funny. Speaking of, uh, uh, Colin was telling me, because this is 4th of July week, uh, a lot of people take vacations. Um, I'm usually gone uh, this week, and we're off on Friday. Uh, We have some fun combinations this week on all of the shows, because there are people that are on vacation. Because like yesterday, Colleen filled in here. Thank you very much, Colleen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, so, Don, you and Donna were... you're doing the show all week, right? Just the two of you. Uh, Hope is Hope is with you for me. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. And then Colleen and Bradley. It was Bradley, Shannon, and Rob, and Rob because Holly is gone. Because Holly's gone, and then Lori oh, and Julia. Right. Yeah, Lori and Julia had brother Rob as well. I think. Right. So I heard him do the dirt alert. I'm like, it's gonna be a fun week of yeah, different combos. And then next week, Kenny will be off. 
And uh, Elizabeth will be back because Elizabeth's gone as well. Oh, this so week. We're so. just shuffling around. I'm just wondering when is Alexis going to take a vacation? I don't know, guys. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. Need to do <laughs> After Jason, sometime, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of days to. Yeah, I'm worried about you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. That's why I had. Even I, if you don't go anywhere, you got to take some time off. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. why I had to get some days in there because I was like, okay, we we've uh, haven't had some since uh, February, March. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it'll be a fun week of combinations here on uh, on the station, and then uh, on Friday we're gonna uh, be off, so you'll hear uh, some of the best ofs, and that's coming up on uh, that's coming up on Friday. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun. Hey, uh, the last thing today, it's kind of an ab fab, and I'm gonna watch more uh, next week. But if you need, Dawn will love this. Well, Lex, you will too. We started watching yesterday the uh, new docuseries from HBO called All um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Have you guys heard about this? No. 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 Oh, oh, Dawn, you will. Lex, not that you won't, but okay. So it is I'll Be Gone in the Dark is about uh, this Michelle McNamara, who had a true crime website, a blog. It was about her search for the goal. Oh, someone's dinging. It's time okay. to take someone. Just let us know that he's back. Stop, oh, stop sending me text messages. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's. <laughs> Are you back, we Kenny? To, we wanted to make sure that he I was took connected. Took a little vacation there, Jason. Yeah. Oh, you're back. Just, yeah. a, a little mini vacation. Okay, actually, I'm going to save this for tomorrow then, because I now that Kenny's back, I want to ask you something. But um, just know, go everybody. So here's a homework assignment. Watch. I'll be gone in the dark. Dawn, especially. It is so good. It's based on uh, Michelle McNamara's search for the Golden State Killer. Oh yeah, um, I talked about this oh, yes, yesterday. Oh, I apologize. Uh, no, I'm no, sorry. No. Yeah. Didn't, didn't I? Was it on this show, Lex? Yeah, yeah. we did yeah. talk about it. Okay, um, no, but I but haven't seen it or read the book. Have the name. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Episode one. Really? HBO is so good, girl. Um, hooked. Okay, it's on HBO. Okay. It's on. It's so good. It's, it's, it'll be called, it's called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. So there we go. We'll talk about more about it tomorrow. So if you guys want to watch it tonight. Uh, okay, Kenny earlier sent us uh, the uh, a much talked about interview from what the seventies uh, with John Wayne is it in the seventies. Nineteen seventy one Playboy. Interview. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I just scanned through the the first couple questions uh, in this interview. Wow, it is a really so- interesting. It is yeah. fascinating. It is what, a, it, by the questions or his answers. Both, Alexis. Both. both, both yeah. uh, you, you'll see ah, the approach. Okay. They, they were to... kind of they were politely butting heads um, and from then, the get go. Uh, yeah, and then uh, it, it delves into a lot of stuff about Vietnam and communism and stuff like that. Well, and they uh, also talk about the, the the movie industry as it stood in the early seventies when there was a yeah. real when there was a real turn. Um, yeah. And he really disparages Easy Rider and Midnight Cowboy. Um, yeah. He, yeah. and even his son said, uh, you know, that was an awful thing for Dad to say, and it was. Yeah, he he. John Wayne said, uh, "Oh, because uh, Playboy asked, what kind of films do you consider perverted?" And John Wayne said, "Oh, Easy Rider, Midnight Cowboy, that kind of thing." Wouldn't you say that the wonderful love of these two men in Midnight Midnight Cowboy, a story about two Fs? Qualifies, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Oh, so. the six-letter F word. No, the three-letter F word, or I, yeah, I the really six-letter. Yeah. Both of those movies, uh, Midnight Cowboy, though, is super depressing, and um, uh, the other one, uh, Peter uh, Fonda, um, Easy Rider. Um, what is 
yeah, Easy Rider. Not a bad movie itself until the very end, and it's like, oh god, oh jeez, that's well, depressing. <laughs> I I don't even I don't even hold it against him because again, he was from a different era, and yeah, uh, you know a lot what? Of people like that, including our guy Walt Disney. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't I don't hold that against him. Um, I, I have a feeling he probably would have gotten more enlightened uh, had he had he been around, and he was from an era. I can't, I don't even bemoan him bemoaning the era of movies that he was living in right now. He was from a very specific era of Hollywood, and Hollywood yeah. dramatically changed in the seventies, uh, late sixties, early seventies, and there was a lot to biatch about. Um, and yeah, his production company, Bat Jack Productions, uh, which. He, uh, he used almost exclusively towards the end of his career, really portrayed Indians and natives in a very positive light. And, they, and the natives were played by natives, and uh, John was always on their side in the film. And so when all this came out, I, I was really shocked because it wasn't, his words didn't match up with his actions. So yeah. that's why I delved mm, deeper and right. I had to go looking for this uh, interview. And I'm actually reading it now for the fourth time uh, because it's just so fascinating. And like you said, Jason, it's it's real insight uh, into Hollywood in the, during that generation. Because it, it was one of the biggest transitional periods ever in Hollywood. The, the studio system had crumbled. Studio moguls like Louis B. Mayer was a thing of the past. The studios had been purchased by uh, uh, investment bankers. And mm-hmm. rightfully so. John goes off about that. I mean, there was a lot to, to, to criticize, but he was missing the cultural, cultural change that had been happening. And, and the films were reflecting that change. And he was just from a different era. But, uh, and he used a really bad, bad choice of words. And it's been alleged that he repeated the interviewer's phrase, a white supremacy, but that doesn't appear in the interview, you know? Yeah. It's, so. It's, you have to draw your own conclusions. Yeah, I want to put a link to this on our show page, too, if you guys want to check it out at mytalk1071.com. That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right, UBU. Have a fantastic day. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away, it's a beautiful day.